Manny's about to get sexy. <laughs> Don't get too excited, Sarah. See, even drop he's, my hat. That's how excited I got. You know, it's a jacket. It's raining here in Southern California. I hate this stupid weather. Bum, bum, bum. We're not used to it at all. Oh, I mean, I don't... I'm not... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> what? I don't mind the rain. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. If I was inside, bundled up, mm-hmm. then that'd be different. Yeah, I don't mind the rain. I love the way it sounds. I love the way it makes things smell. I do not like to go out in it. Wet socks are my nightmare. On my way over here... All of a sudden, it's like the heavens opened up, and mm-hmm. um, it was just like torrential rain. Like the car was about to be taken <laughs> with it, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on, dude? I just need to go record the freaking podcast, guys!" Like, what the hell? Um, but I got here. Have you ever been in another state when it rains? Um, yes. Which state? I think it was Arizona. Uh, Arizona has some pretty... They have some floods. It was during... A, well, it wasn't technically during monsoon season, I think. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it gets pretty gnarly from what I hear. I would not want to experience that. I went no, to uh, Missouri in August. And uh, it's summer. And it's uh, a million kajillion degrees. And oh, it's sure. so humid. The Like, the air is heavy. And then they are prone to thunderstorms randomly. No. And they, like, rattle the house windows. Nope. And it's terrifying. Like, we were driving my cousin's, um, she had, like, a new Toyota Corolla or something. It was, like, mm-hmm. from that year. And it started raining, like, suddenly, like, out of nowhere. It was, like, a flash flood warning. Oh, shit. And it's, her car, the top of her car sounded like a tin can. That's how hard it was coming down. Oh, shit. It was fucking terrifying. And, like, the, the streets started flooding. And then we, like, went to Walmart and we were going to go in, and they were like, mm, don't bother, the power's out. Like, everyone is so used to that. It was just average, and people would just get in their car and drive. How, how, I don't get it. No, I don't. No, for being you. from LA, I was like, we have to go home. And my cousin's like, relax, we'll be fine. It'll go away in a minute. And it literally <laughs> <No>. would. <laughs> you relax. Yeah, like, she was used to it because she had been there before. You let me panic, damn it. A- absolutely not. It was terrifying. God, no, thank you. See, uh, I guess more reason not to move on. Oh, I'm picking up the stand. Sorry, guys. If you hear like How all these I random noises, you have to twist this little knobby here. Oh, this one. Hi. Let's see if y'all could live without my pop filter. Oh, look! Look how loud I am. I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm just a loud person. Welcome back, guys. Um, Manny, you want to say what we're drinking today? We're drinking uh, a stout that we made at home. It it's strong it's, as fuck. It's it's called uh, Champurrado Stout. And yes, we made it like you wait the way you would make champurrado. The only exception is obviously there's no masa in it, so it's not gonna be super thick. Oh, that would be gross if yeah, you gave me a beer with masa. That would be pretty weird. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to replicate the flavor yeah. without the thickness behind it like that. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. Okay. Uh, could afford to have more of like a mouthfeel to it, to where like it kind of coats for a quick sec or two. A mouthfeel. Wow, he's a foodie. Mm. <laughs> I make beer also on the side, too, just so y'all know. And um, A man of many talents. Well, you know, thankfully I've got a supportful, uh, supporting uh, spouse over there. Did she know. like it? We're happy with it. We're both okay. happy with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, just minor tweaks, but uh, smells... It smells I, good. I, I love the smell. The taste itself, too, is like really uh, almost clean at the end of it, so it doesn't like stay lingering in the mouth for too long. It smells clean. It kind of smells like coffee. 
Yeah, you, get, you should get a little notes of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, because of the type of grain that we used, but we also used abuelita's chocolate in it. Yeah, it smells sweet. I we, was gonna we say we used uh piloncillo. Okay. We used uh vanilla. Oh. In there as well too. So it's very dark, y'all. It looks like um like a really dark Coke. Like you can't see through it at all. No. Let's cheers. Cheers. Oh, I love that. I do. I like. I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it at all. So. This is actually our second time making it. The first time, I uh, for me it felt flat, not 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 carbonation wise, but like flavor wise, it just wasn't oh, hitting. Okay. So we tweaked it, we cranked up everything. If anything, I I, th- I feel like I could afford a little more chocolate in there. Oh maybe. And then a little more vanilla too, because I, I get very subtle vanilla. It like, is really subtle, but I thought I don't know. I kind of thought that's what I, you were going for. Uh, if you didn't tell me what you thought you did wrong, I would have said it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If 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 I decided to keep it as is, I'd be happy with it still. You yeah. know, like like I said, maybe I like minor it. tweaks in the in the making of it, but not in the ingredients itself. And so. I don't like beer, y'all. I do like a dark beer because I think it tastes different than regular beer. Yeah. So there's something rich about it. Well, when it comes to stouts, depending on how you make it too, it's supposed to be creamier mm-hmm. in in profile. And um, this one's lighter than that. Uh, I would like for it to be a little more creamier. It is light. Yes, but I would that. definitely like for it to be a little more creamier. But um, I think that's where it comes in with the clean taste. Like when it's yeah. creamy, it kind of tastes like. It just um, kind of lingers. Yes. Yeah. It mm-hmm. kind of sits in your mouth longer, I think. It coats you. And I think this one is a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. A little bit, which makes it like a little bit fresher, in my opinion. See, when I when I was drinking it. The first few times, because I've I, I you know have a cake of it, so of course, you so know. you're drinking it a lot. <laughs> okay, not that bad. All right, calm down. I'm not an alcoholic, guys. Not yet. Um, uh, I was like, you know what? This could be like a year round thing because it doesn't yes. sit so heavy. Yeah. But then, if that was the case, then it wouldn't be champurado anymore because champurado is mostly for the holidays. I guess, but I, I mean, know. if if it becomes. A year-round stout is uh, rare, yeah. so I think you should lean into it. I mean, if if it comes down to it and people enough people appreciate it, then mm-hmm. I would keep it. You know I mean? Like, I've told you before about our plans to open up a brewery. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to put out stuff that, like, we connect to mm-hmm. as, as, you know, culturally and, you know, uh, how we grew up and everything like that. Yeah. And this is one of them. Uh, for sure. The watermelon mexican candy oh, beer that yes. we make too is another one you know like so it's like all that stuff incorporating from our cultural background mm-hmm. you know so if this is something that you can have you can picture yourself having year round i can and enjoying it like that then yeah i would i would really consider it at that point yeah. you know i just need to make the cafe de olla one. Oh, i would love that one that one anything that has coffee and chocolate notes i'm in well we call we use cold brew for that one Oh my god, I love cold root. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that's my choice of coffee. So, and it's a golden stout too. Okay. So that's the kind of the the mind fuck that people will get from that one. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's not what we're here for. No, but we are regaling you with our tales of a delicious drink. Today. And just so you know, if we start loosening up later on in the, <laughs> in the episode, <laughs> it's probably because things are catching up at that we've point. We've had too much, um, <laughs> or not enough. Um, that's true. But anyway, welcome back, guys. How you doing? Hello, welcome to Cryptids and Mystics. Hi, how you been? <laughs> I'm waiting for an answer. They said they've been amazing. Oh, that's fucking My great. Psychic ability. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I totally imagine they would say that. Um, sorry about my sniffling. Still, it's still here. I don't, my allergies are kicking. The Santa Anas are here or something. I don't know. 
All I gotta say to that is, just deal with it. <laughs> I try to cut as much as possible. You 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 hang out with us enough. You're gonna you're just gonna like zone but it out. It's if fine. If I sniffle in the middle of like something Manny is saying, then I I won't cut it so that you could hear everything you're saying. So. Exactly. See, <laughs> that's as organic as you're gonna get, un- unless you're like literally in the room with us, recording. I try to tell Sarah to keep it, but she doesn't listen. So. No, because I think it would get annoying if you heard it too much. Whatever. <laughs> They're, they're, they're going to get used to it. It's fine. Mm-mm. So, quick business, and then, you know, we'll start talking our shit like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminder to everyone, you can tune into into our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, you know, we're in different places. Wherever you get your podcasts. For sure. You want earlier access? Because I do. <laughs> I love early access to things. Like, come on. We have a Patreon now. So, if you sign up and, you know contribute to the cause here you get some wonderful little perks there's Mm -hmm. there's two tiers there's a three dollar and a five dollar don't be cheap go for the five (laughs) um mostly because there's gonna be a lot of fun things in it but one of the big perks out of either one of them is that you get early access to the episodes two days early trust me you're gonna want us early (laughs) well uh that's not what we're talking about but in this case yes you're gonna want us to be early um (laughs) Check us out on Patreon. The link is in our bio on our Insta page mm-hmm. at Cryptid Mystics uh, at Cryptid Mystic Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out. Uh, you know we post a bunch of stuff in there as well too. Uh, give you options to you know be involved in polls and you know interesting articles that we run into and and we're also gonna be offering some new videos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of us are gonna be ghost hunting. Yep. And some of them are going to be getting to know us. Mm-hmm. And those will be coming up really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we did promise stickers. We promised free merch for the $5 tier. Yeah. Um, those are coming. Don't worry about it. And we also promised we would give you a shout out, which we can do now. Who are we shouting out? The two people that are. <laughs> <on our Patreon. laughs> you two people are my favorite people right now. So give us a sec so we can give you due justice. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. So let me tell you real quick the 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 levels. Oh, hold on. Um. So there's there's the three dollar one, which is the baby practitioner one. I think it was called right or something like that. Yeah, it's baby practitioner is the three dollar one. And then the other one was, uh, I believe, a paranormal investigator. Yeah. And I think that's the one where you're gonna get the videos and the, you know, things of that nature. I believe. Um. There was something that I did want to include as part of the um five dollar tier or uh, the ultra amazing level um this is the one i was going to talk to you about sarah okay so i was thinking i was inspired by one of the messages that we got from one of the peeps that signed up uh one of the patrons and um how do you feel about feet pics um not wait, wait 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 <laughs> Let me explain first, Sarah. Sure, 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 sure. It's going to be a unique take on feed pics, okay? Okay. You and I don't have to give the details. It's going to be a monthly thing, though. Once a month, you're going to get, uh, you know, feed pics, okay? <laughs> We're not going to tell you what it is. But we know, we know you're gonna love it. I'm like terrified. you're gonna absolutely. Like, Manny's holding me hostage and making me like nervous. you're gonna like be like so inspired by it that we're all gonna go get petties before you know it. So, um, 
that's going to be the nice little random thing. I, I hate it. Thank you. Um, and so that is our Patreon shout out to Geld. I want to say that's how you pronounce it. It's J E L D. I hope so. Yell. You've you've ins- you've inspired me. And you've us. inspired Manny to hold me hostage with you, pig. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me when I tell you. Congratulations. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm going to love it. They're going to love it. Oh my god. It's brilliant. And our second Patreon. Uh, Who that? Her name is Bree. Hey, Bree. Hey, she's a five dollar Patreon. Thank you, five dollar Patreon. We love you so much. Thank you. You uh, you you complete us. And like full disclosure, we do know her in real life, but she's so supportive. But listen, we love her so much. <laughs> that, that's that's why this all works out, man. This all friends works out. Supporting friends. Obviously. That's how you do it. So if you want to be our friend, yeah, five dollar tier. <laughs> That's where it's at. You can be our real friend. If you want to be our real friend. <laughs> if you really want to be there for us. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so, yes. So, you know, like I said, the the link to our patrons in our bio on Instagram. But, you know, also use the Instagram in case you want to DM us any stories that you have. Yeah. You know, that you want to share personal stories of all things cryptid, mystic, or paranormal. And I know we've been talking about that a lot, but an episode for that is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like... We just need to get get it together and actually record it. Yeah. At this point. I'll think about it. Eh. <laughs> you guys have waited long enough. I think you wait a little bit longer. It's fine. Um, and you can also email us, too, uh, your stories in case you want to share them. Cryptosandmysticspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to, I guess, email us feet pics, too, I guess. Mm, no. I don't like feet, so no thank I you. I take that one back. <laughs> Don't do that. Send those to Manny only. <laughs> no, I'm not even into Just that. Label the subject line for Manny. <laughs> that's a good warning, huh? Yeah, I'm not opening that not shit. Not, that's for you. not opening that that's shit. For you. Nope. Uh, so that's it uh, for the business end of things. What you been up to, sir? Um, I mean, not much. I've had like a really, really stressful and bad week. Because my grandma's sick, and then my dad got sick, and then everyone had to go to the emergency room. Mm. So, I've been stressed, but things are looking better now. So, okay, everyone's doing a little bit better. Good, good. So, we good, we good, we good. I'm glad. Grandma doing okay? Yeah, she's doing a lot better. Okay, so. good. I'm glad. She's, she's a tough cookie, man. She's 97 years old. Girl, she's tough. She's, she's alive, man. She's tough. She's something else. I can't. <laughs> She like told the um, EMTs when they picked her up that they were cabrones. I was like, Grandma. They laughed. They thought it was funny. Girl. But grandma has the right to say whatever she wants. Grandma was alive and kicking, y'all. She was ready to fight in that uh, hospital. She really <laughs> want to catch these hands, huh? Yeah. You want to catch these hands. <laughs> you know, you're. Now you're... she's vibing. <laughs> so. That's all that matters, dude. That's all that matters. She's good. You know what I mean? And I'm glad to hear that she's, she's back home. No, she's in the hospital still. No, okay. But she's on like a really strict regimen of antibiotics. That's why she's Got it. pneumonia and a UTI. So, mm, so yeah, grandma. she's not doing great. But, but she's she tough, man. She's kind of back to her normal temperament, which is great because before she was like fucking losing it. So mm. we're happy. Okay, that's we're happy good. with what we got. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, progress. Yeah, I did go see her, and she was like, she wanted to leave. Like. <laughs> She's like, help me escape. <laughs> her legs don't work. So, because of the advanced infection she had. Mm. So, she cannot escape. But she thinks she can escape. So Well, she's recruiting you for a reason. Yeah, she thinks she's Houdini or something. Um. Well, I don't know what you're waiting for, Sarah. Uh, clearly, 
this needs to happen. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh. Scratch that last part then. Um okay. But I mean, you know, sounds like she's doing a little better then. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, I'm glad. And your dad I saw earlier seems to be yeah, doing he's all right. Fine now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's watching the football game, so. Yeah, he's vibing. He's chilling. That's the way to do it, dude. (laughs) All right. How about you? My end. Same shit, different day, really. Kind of sad. I'm going to put this into the episode by the time it comes out. Mm -hmm. Two of my uh, coworkers are going to be leaving the agency. Oh, bummer. And they're super chill, you know. Um, It's a bummer when someone you like leaves your work. (laughs) They're actually, they, they would make number three and four. Of of uh, therapists that I really enjoyed working with okay. that are leaving, and that's just the harsh realities of yeah. nonprofits, man. You know what I mean? Like you you work yourself to the ground and do the things you got to do, and then got to move on to the next thing so you don't burn out. You know, a little sad about that, but you know, excited for them. They seem very excited for their new adventure and well, wish them the best. Is it wish hard you... to be happy for them? <laughs> yes and no. Like like uh, like I'm like bastards. I'm gonna make them a cake that says "Thanks for leaving, bitch." <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, but I wish them the best, and uh, you know, I, I thank them for a lot of the advice that they gave me to you know working with them and everything. Oh, that's nice. Um, I've uh, you know, I still deal with imposter syndrome mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the time. Same. So having having their words of encouragement, you know, and, you know, obviously a lot of people around me in general, but, you know, they were two of the, two of the four. Okay. Because all four of them have been very optimistic and, you know, empowering and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, wish them the best though, but I also hate you for leaving. <laughs> <clears throat> well, maybe they were meant to be in your life at that time. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Kiddos are doing great. Been been uh, busy practicing the talent show with Aaron because oh, Aaron's going to do the talent cute. show. I know. What are they doing? Uh, they're doing like this like dance routine or whatever. And so I started editing music for it, oh which is why God. I started practicing oh, on the software. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, use yeah. Audacity because we're free bitches here. Um, <laughs> Cause, well, <laughs> mostly because I'm broke. So <laughs> Same. <laughs> we got to do what we can so with what we got. Stuff. We could also use GarageBand, but I hear that people hate that. So no, I, thanks. I used Audacity. Yeah. It's very easy to use. Very user friendly. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. that's what, like I said, that's what I started doing the, the editing for the music. Mm-hmm. And um, just little things I got to tweak around here and there, but no big deal. But he's been practicing doing that. He's got a recital for band as well, too, in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. So he's been, you know, busy doing what all that. He, uh, he plays the trumpet. Oh, okay. I know. Them lungs. Buddy right. Buddy is pretty talented. Okay. You know? Uh, he's enjoying himself. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if he was shitty at it, it's okay. He's enjoying it. And that's all that matters. Yeah, as long as he was having fun. You're doing great, Aaron. Um, <laughs> what else? Andrew hates school. Yeah, well, he seems like the kind of kid that would hate school. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it either, but I love learning. That's I love to thing. learn too, but I agree. Like, getting up and going there early, being forced to socialize, you know, it's not my favorite thing. That doesn't sound fun. Like, there's something about school that I don't like, but learning is my favorite. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm struggling to be like, should I go back and get a master's? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's and... a tough one. Because when I, when I went for my master's, I was out of school four years no a little bit longer than that i think mm-hmm. um and it was a transition you know to get yeah. back to it again but 
I mean, once you do it, you do it. You get back into that zone again, you know. And I'm glad. I'm, I'm just glad it's over. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way. I like. I'm just glad it's over. You know. I don't know. But I mean, because uh, I was aiming for something different too, so yeah. I, I I wasn't going to be able to reach the goal of being licensed without a master's. So true. Had to do it anyway. I mean, you know? I loved my undergrad, and I would be more than glad to do something in that same field. Mm-hmm. But I, what I really want to do is museum studies. it's just there's no good programs out here other than like a really expensive one or a really far one so i don't know well you're not allowed either one (laughs) because i'm not gonna let you take on that 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 amount of debt and you're not leaving so well i found one at san jose state and i don't have to leave for it i could do it remotely oh but i think i would have to fly up like once a year or something to do something okay well we can manage that Maybe. See, this is why we need you to join Patreon. <laughs> so help I support, can get a master. Help support Sarah's uh, efforts as well, too. It's a team effort. It's I all could, needed. Could look at archive studies of cryptids and stuff for y'all. Yo, see? <laughs> you see? I love archival studies so much. I know it sounds boring to some people, but I love it. That would be so fucking cool. So, we, we have just to, a thought. <laughs> we have to figure that out. Anyway. That's it. Um, <laughs> that's that's it, it for on. updates on us. Yeah, that's it for updates on us. How you doing? they're doing great (laughs) i'm so glad you're thriving i love that for you i'm so happy for you really i am going first this week it is you it's me okay then i have a question for you oh no do you want me to do a really long topic or like a regular topic i don't know do you really want me to do a long topic or do you want to do a regular topic i don't know i'm kidding mine's gonna be long anyway so deal with it um how about this let's make this interesting I'm going to trust your judgment that you know our audience at this point. Okay. And you know what they like. You know what they want. Give the people what they want, Sarah. Okay. I think they came here to listen to me talk about mystical stuff and not because one of them I have is like a true crime with a mystical aspect. But then the other one I have is like pure new age mystical crap. So I want you to know that. I'm going to go with the first one. You know why? The true crime? Yeah. You know why? Because it is going to trip you out. I finally put together a cryptid slash true crime connection. Okay. So I feel like that's just going to be true crimey episode today. Okay, we're going to have a true crimey episode. Yeah. All right. I don't see. Do you do you guys see anything wrong with that? They said no. It's perfect. See? Thank you so much for being perfect. God. Oh my god, amazing. We're all empowering here. <laughs> we all we all support each other. I'm gonna take a sip of my beer real quick. Get it, girl. And then we can get to talking. Let's do it. So today, I have a little true crime for you, but as usual, there's a psychic twist. We're going to talk about how a psychic medium helps solve Andre Daigle's disappearance and murder. Mm-hmm. I, l- I like this so far. This takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana, the mm. capital of Spooky. <laughs> and it happened in 1987. So that was some time ago. Mm-hmm. And as such, that area of the U.S. more than likely looks different now Different then than it does now. Mm -hmm. So in 1987, I imagine racism was much more rampant than even now there. And it wouldn't be for four more years that Edwin Edwards would win the race for governor against David Duke, a well-known KKK member and Nazi sympathizer. I was going to say that name sounded familiar. Yeah, he should sound familiar to all people because he's a fucking wild Nazi who still is in politics. So he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Okay. Um, And it took, you know, till I think it was 91. That he was beat out by someone? 1991. Wow. So, crazy. Wow. <laughs> that says a lot. 
yeah. And I'm just giving you like a little bit of information on like what it was like in that area at uh-huh. this time. Uh-huh. So the 85 mile stretch between Baton Rouge and New Orleans was just being nicknamed Cancer Alley and little help was coming. Even to this day, the oil refineries and plastic plants caused so much damage in that area. It's pretty much uninhabitable. Fuck me. Yeah. The people that live there were poor and typically black. Mm -hmm. So usually displaced there for generations as freed slaves from former plantations. Cool. Yeah. So they had nowhere else to go and they raised their kids and their kids' kids and they ended up there and it was literally poisoning them. I was going to say, well, they give them really shitty land on top of that. You know, no, probably no access to resources or ways to help themselves out. Nope. But pick yourself off, you know, with your, you know, pick yourself up. With your bootstraps, that's the saying? By your bootstraps, yeah. By your bootstraps, right? <laughs> we don't say that expression, so we don't know. That's why. Because I don't believe in any of that shit. No, we don't. No. So that, that's a whole different we conversation. We believe in access to help and assistance. Yeah. So. How about let's just empower each other. Let's start there. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway. Um, so the context of environmental and social racism is important here because if this were a black man we were talking about, we may never have found the truth. But the man we're talking about today was a 27-year-old white man. And so we did have opportunities to find the truth and opportunities for people to believe things that they wouldn't normally have believed. Mm -hmm. So let's take that into context. Um, So first I want to talk about who Andre Daigle was, because I think it's important that we humanize the people that we have been, you know, that have been taken from their friends and family and that we talk about here on the pod. Um, Andre John Daigle was born on February 29th, 1960, a leap year and a Pisces baby. (laughs) Wow. He was a carpenter and was renovating a house with his friend Joe Lapinto during the time he went missing. He was said to be outgoing and the locals liked him. He had a close-knit family of siblings and cousins that loved and cared for him. And it was because of their love that they were able to uncover the truth about what happened to him. He was just a hardworking person who was looking to unwind after work. On June 9th, 1987, Andre got off work and went to a local Mexican restaurant slash bar called Chi-Chi to meet his friend Nick. Okay, let's take a minute to acknowledge that. That fucking name! (laughs) Right away when you said it, I was like, fuck. Who is calling a bar Chi-Chi? And was it run by white people? I have so many questions. You know, uh... I mean... We have to talk about it because we won't be able to move past it. I'll tell you right now. No, 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 no. (laughs) I mean, you might as well just call it Titties. Supposedly it was just a bar and a restaurant. It wasn't like a strip club or a burlesque club or anything. Supposedly. I don't know, dude. That sounds <laughs> sketchy either way. Because, I mean, you're right. Like, why would you call it that? I don't know. Why would you call it that? Were there any Mexican people there is the question. And if there was, why didn't they ask questions? Look Maybe they were just like, oh, it's funny that wife will think that's like a cute scene. <laughs> oh, look at you trying. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, you totally don't get it, though. <laughs> I... I wonder what Chi-Chi's special was. <laughs> I don't know. We can look it up later, see if it's still in existence. I don't think it is, though. Because um, I'm curious to see, like, oh, what were they known for? Like, you know, oh, the blowjob. <laughs> that's not what they were known for. I mean, it's a shot, right? Uh, that's a shot. Yeah, right? It is a shot. Okay, 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 okay. But uh, it's usually a shot you get at, like, a gay club. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say from where. I just said okay. it's a shot. Okay, well, Chi-Chi's. <laughs> all right lucky luckily for us like we don't have to laugh during very serious part of this because it doesn't take place the whole time there so that's i'm so glad (laughs) i'm so glad because it's gonna really mess it up at that point (sighs) okay all right (laughs) okay moving on moving on go ahead ahead. um (laughs) so after they eat they decide to go to a local bar called mitchell's to continue drinking and playing pool there andre meets 
this woman named Thelma. She flirts with him all night, and at the end of the night, when Andre and Nick decide to leave, she invites Andre back to her house. He, of course, accepts and goes with her. Nick never sees him again. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's think of the name for a minute, right? What was it? Thelma. Thelma? Like Thelma and Louise? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Should have already been a red flag at that point. But like, when? Maybe the country names were really common there. This was this girl's real name. She used her real name. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what when you see later what happened, you'll be like, why would she use her real name? <laughs> well, I, I mean, just the fact that she, even if she wasn't involved in any way, shape, or form, I would I would feel you <laughs> still want to kind of keep that low key. She's like a nickname. <laughs> Chi-Chi. Anyway. <laughs> Not Chi-Chi. <laughs> they were at Mitchell's. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like a freaking kindergartner. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently... Andrea is driving her, and she says that she has to check on one of her pregnant friends on the way home that she promised she would check in on. Mm-hmm. Andre, being a good guy, says, of course, and takes her to an apartment that she says is her pregnant friend. She leaves him alone while she says she's going to check on her friend, or so he thinks, and two men come out of nowhere and attack him. Turns out, Thelma was a, po- a ploy put forth by 24-year-old Charles Gervais and 21-year-old Michael Phillips. Thelma was Phillips's girlfriend. They immediately began debating who would attack Andre. In their version of events, they passed the murder weapon back and forth for four hours before they decided to do it. I'm not sure if Andre was awake for all of this, but he was aware he was being kidnapped and was going to be killed either way. We're, we're <laughs> going to eventually find out what the murder weapon was, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right oh, now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So sorry. This is going to get graphic, y'all. Um, they hit him with the same type of clawed hammer with both sides of the hammer. Um, indicating that they took turns from different angles. That's what the forensic report indicated. Um, in the head. And they passed it back and forth and beat him to death. They struck him a total of 11 times in the head. And I guess they got tired because they paused and realized he was still moving. So they took a hard plastic hanger and tried to use it as like a garrote. When they like, they thought like, oh, it would help to choke him or whatever. Um, if you don't know what a garrote is, it's like a hard piece of anything, um, usually like a bar of some sort, and you wrap something around it, and from behind, you choke someone with it. Like you're like twisting it right, and then it just you, makes it tighter that way. You pull one. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so when that didn't work, because it was a hanger, it probably broke, Yeah. Um, they cut off the cord of the vacuum cleaner, and then they strangled him to death by stomping on the back of his back to gain leverage. Yeah. So Joseph Scott Morgan, one of the detectives that was assigned the case, said that the scene and the injuries indicated that this could have gone on for hours. They just don't know. Regardless, it went on for some time. So Andre was extremely tortured to death. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike, it doesn't matter how long it took. The fact that like he the, knew it was happening. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Like it was a, really fucked God, up. dude. It's so fucked up. <sighs> when they were done, they turned down the AC thermostat to try and keep the body cool. They had this homemade couch and they used the wooden base of the couch like a coffin. So they put him inside and then they used their curtains to like soak up blood. And then they put the cushions like in like it looked like a pallet kind of. Mm -hmm. And they put like the pallet and then the cushions back on top and just acted like it was their couch. (laughs) So so wait. So this this was all planned. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Then I'll explain to you how it was planned, too. Jesus Christ. Because that's, like, way too detailed to be spontaneous. You know I don't saying? know if, like, the couch part was planned, but the murder part was planned. 
I feel like all of it was. Yeah. Because right. I mean to know to lower the thermostat, to be able to you know create the couch as a as a, like a makeshift coffin type of thing, like like yeah. either either it was planned or it's not their first time doing it. Well, okay, so here I'll tell you. Anyway, um, so <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, so after they hit his body, like keep in mind this was June in Louisiana. Oh boy. Um, so they knew the humidity would start to deteriorate the body immediately. They had a neighbor in the apartment complex named Tammy that came over, and she noticed right away that the couch was in a weird position. It was not where it normally is, mm-hmm. and that it was freezing in their apartment. And she asked Thelma why, and Thelma was like, oh, we just changed the coolant in the AC, so we have to run it for it to start working. You don't put coolant in AC. That's not how AC works. Oh. Yeah. So Thelma was like, the fuck? Mm. Um, no, Tammy was like, what the fuck? Sorry. Yeah. Tammy already right away. She knows she's like something. Tammy knew something right. was weird, but she didn't. I don't think she knew that they murdered somebody. She yeah, just, but it was. I mean, but she still had some s- sus is going on. Yeah, you being sus. Something dude. illegal. I think yeah. she knew because she spilled this to the cops immediately. Like uh-huh. as soon as she found out that they did murder someone, she said, "Here's the weird things they were doing beforehand." Oh, yeah. Um. So Tammy did think it was weird, but she stayed for like 45 minutes to talk to Thelma before she went home, and she said that. All of them were acting anywhere from completely normal to sketchy and jumpy at any time. So she stopped by the next day and saw that the couch was still in the weird place. Super weird. Um, And they basically kept Andre's body there for like 48 hours. And finally, they decided that they had to dump him somewhere to get rid of him. And they end up taking his body and stuffing it into an old mattress they found. And they left it off exit seven off a highway on a sandy strip of beach by Manchok Swamp. And all of those details are really important. So, exit seven, sandy, strip of beach, and a swamp. Remember mm-hmm. those details. Got it. Sick. As far as Andre's friends and family knew, he did not show up for work the next day, and nobody had heard from him. They all began to look for him immediately, because this was really out of character. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they started um, hanging up and handing out flyers with Andre's photo and information. One of Andre's sisters, Elise, was living in California, across the country. And she was so distraught about Andre's disappearance that one of her coworkers suggested she go to a psychic. This wasn't like her at all. She was really a skeptic. And she sort of called up the psychic on a whim, looking for answers. Mm -hmm. Like, she was just really distraught. So the psychic's name was Rosemarie Kerr. And Kerr claimed to be clairvoyant, a medium, a psychometrist, and a psychic researcher. And that she had psychic predictions since the age of only four years old. So, I mean, if you're going to go to a psychic, like, that's probably the one to go to. Right. She sounds pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is your first rodeo. <laughs> so, fun fact. Um, a psychometrist is a person who administers and scores neuropsychological, psychological, personality, and academic tests for patients with mild to severe traumatic brain injury, neurological diseases, psychological health issues, or learning disabilities, or for psychological or neuropsychological research. Wow. So, that is actually a real it's a thing. job it's a thing <laughs> yes it's a thing uh, yeah. that you go to like a real university for yeah yeah so Damn. she has that and she also is a psychic talk about a powerful combination yeah shit <laughs> that's the person you want all right so kurt tells andre's sister to bring a photo of him and a map of louisiana because keep in mind they're in california and she's never been to louisiana before right elise does just that and she said as soon as she got there Kerr didn't even look at the photo she had. She just held it and rubbed it while closing her eyes. And she started saying that she had a very bad headache. She then said Mm -hmm. it was so bad it was almost debilitating. And she said she heard someone's voice saying, my head is killing me. 
and then she saw a black pickup truck with a large scratch on the side. Elise said her brother didn't have a truck, he drove a small white car, but Kerr was insistent that she saw him in a black pickup truck, and that she was she saw that he was with a person with long blonde hair, and that it was a man who had some sort of power over him. So she then looked at the map, and she said she was having visions of a sandy area and a low bridge, railroad tracks, and water. She said there was a swamp nearby, and the number seven kept coming up. Yo, dude. (laughs) She eventually passed her finger over the city of Slidell on the map, and she said it felt like she got an electric shock. She then told Elise that she should get someone to that area as quickly as possible. Elise called up her family and told them what happened, but with Kerr, but Elise stressed that she didn't think it was true because Kerr kept saying Andre had a black pickup truck with a big scratch on the side. Her brother Chris, their mother, and other family members were floored when they heard this because, unbeknownst to Elise, Andre had just purchased a used black pickup truck that had a long scratch on the side. Yo! I have full body chills and I've heard this story. Whoa, (laughs) dude. So they took the psychic seriously and they went straight to where she said he would be. And on the way there, when they got near Slidell, they saw Andre's black pickup truck with the scratch past them going in the opposite direction on the highway. Oh, shit. So they made a U-turn and they started following it. And Andre's brother, Chris, was like in pursuit of the truck with his um, wife in the truck with him. And uh, Nick was with them, too. The guy that was last to see to see Andre. Oh. Um, and his sister was in another car. So he yelled to her to turn around, call the police and their mother and report it right away. She did as instructed. Chris continued to chase them down. The driver of the truck realized right away that they were being followed, so they led Chris down, like, a dirt road that had no outlet, but there was a bar in there. So, like, they stopped. The black truck turned around to face them, and Nick ran into the bar, because keep in mind, this was 1987, no one had a cell phone. (laughs) Chris ran into the bar to call the cops and said, someone is driving the missing guy's truck. It's not him. (laughs) So, he's in there, and, um... Sorry, I lost my place. That's getting good. <laughs> shit, I don't blame you. I get excited too when you this shit. <laughs> so Chris and his wife Virginia stayed in the truck and they were facing Andre's pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And the pickup truck turned off its headlights and it began to creep toward them like really slowly. So like Nick came out of the bar at that point and he's like, everyone get down. And they used the doors as shields. They opened the doors. And they got down and like, it should be noted, like everyone said they had a gun, but no one used them. So, cause you know, this is Louisiana. So <laughs> Chris anyway. said the guys in the truck who were indeed not Andre, he confirmed as they drove past, mm. they looked over and then they drove off really quickly. And he thinks they realized that they weren't cops. And so they were just like, oh, these are just people. And they didn't know who they were. So they just mm, drove right. off. So they immediately started following them again and they saw a cop car and they flagged him down and they showed him the wanted posters that they had put up of Andre and the cop joined the chase and eventually they caught the pickup truck. Inside were Charles Gervais and Michael Phillips who had long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At first they all thought these two guys had just stolen Andre's truck, but a little pressure was put on them at the station and immediately they admitted that they had kidnapped and killed Andre. Oh my God. Yeah. And Charles admitted it first. Michael went down after, but he later recanted and pleaded not guilty along with his girlfriend. Delma. That's because he was pressured. 
because he you, know, you know yeah. you know how all this shit plays out oh it's because i recant because i was being forced to by law enforcement mm-hmm. to confess. and not that like people have not been forced into false confessions let's be real it happens but if immediately someone goes hey do you know what happened to this guy you go oh my god i killed him like come on <laughs> that's a bit of a jump dude where was the pressure at at that point I they can't. just simply asked you a question I can't. now now we're talking about eight plus hours of interrogation and then you decide to start no i think it was like they made it seem like it was immediate but that's what i'm saying like you know but if it was like eight plus hours of interrogating like non-stop you know like you're you're emotionally physically drained then i'll give you the benefit of the doubt yeah no buddy i just pulled you over and just asked you a question i listened to a podcast um that was done by a guy who was a detective on the case Mm -hmm. um and he said it was pretty much immediate (laughs) That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. But he recanted, though. He recanted, though. Ugh. Can't count it. So Doesn't I count. Do... La, 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 la. <laughs> I do want to note that these two men are fucking stupid. Like, if we haven't made that clear. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh... <laughs> nah. Okay, but me... I, I, I'm, I'm sure you're going to tell us why they're stupid. Let me tell you how stupid they get. Cool. Like um, they had so many witnesses, number one. A corroborator who told on them immediately, Thelma. She also admitted it. Okay. Um, They gave up the murder when they just caught the car. Didn't hide it. Yeah. Um, they killed him in an apartment complex. Uh, people can hear everything in an apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, they led a neighbor into the crime scene. Stupid. That's right. Tammy. I remember Tammy? Um, and then they had a surprise visit from their landlord after they had done it. And the landlord saw red on the carpet and he said, what's that? And they said, oh, we're painting. We'll clean it up. Don't worry. They were not getting away with this, period. They weren't. <laughs> they were fucking morons. For all the planning... <laughs> Because, I, I, like, like I said, yeah, for all the planning, all the shit they did, the fact that their excuses were extremely stupid, stupid. not creative. like They like, hid nothing. Wow. In February 1988, wow. they were charged with first-degree murder. Charles took a plea deal and got charged with second-degree murder, I guess, because he gave all, all the information. Michael and Thelma pleaded not guilty. You know what, Thelma? Fuck you, dude. Yeah. You're just as involved in this shit. Mm-hmm. They were all charged, and they're all in prison for life now. Oh, no wonder she used her name. She's like, oh, fuck it. I got nothing to lose at this point. <laughs> so now if you recall the psychic Rosemary Kerr, mm-hmm. um, she said that it would be in a sandy area by a swamp, and the number seven kept coming up. Mm-hmm. That is exactly where they found him, off exit seven in an area just like that. Not only did Rosemary Kerr... Not only that, but Rosemary Kerr was the first psychic asked to testify in a murder trial in American history. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. She was used as a factual witness because she gave the info to someone involved and they found him there. So they had to use her. Right. Yeah. The detectives that worked on Andre's case took Kerr so seriously that they asked her for advice on other cases all the time after that. And she said she stayed in contact with Andre's spirit and communicated to the family various messages from him, among them that he wanted his family to forgive the people responsible for his death. Um, mm. And she said most of the family was not. Yeah. Didn't want to do that. And obviously you can't tell someone to do that. I mean, you know, bless his heart for that. But. Yeah. I, I think I, he just wanted them to let go of their anger. Yeah. Which is different, yeah. But even then, but even then, though, too, like it, it, it's it's hard That's, to dictate that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard One to dictate that. One day they might. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so she did become pretty famous, and she did interviews and a TV appearance for this specific murder. Oh. Um, she passed away in March of 2015. Oh. She was 80 years old Damn. and lived a full life surrounded by family members and love. Oh. Yeah. And now, as Charles was waiting to be tried, he suddenly changed his tune about the motive of the crime. Okay. 
He said that it was actually an initiation ritual into a satanic cult. And then he tried to sue the prison for not letting him do satanic rituals in his cell. Obviously, the satanic panic again. Yeah, obviously that was thrown out. It was the 80s. Obviously it was thrown out. He didn't even say what kind of rituals he wanted to do. Like <laughs> The satanic panic. <laughs> Just the satanic this is fucking guy. The, the guy knew. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, that's that's what's going on right now. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to freak out when I use this shit. Even though I don't know how to explain it. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> So I did hear on another podcast called Can't Make This Shit Up, it's a father-daughter duo, duo where the father is in law enforcement, um, that it could have been that he was trying to like ride the satanic panic wave knowing he was going into prison uh-huh. and wanted people to be afraid of him and not to mess with him because he was a scary <laughs> Satanist. <laughs> I don't, like, that That was his theory. Obviously, he doesn't know for sure, but it yeah. does seem like that's true. Th- that seems more more. Possible, yeah, I'm sure really. as someone who's in law enforcement, he sees that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Um, and lastly, before I conclude this story, Andre's brother Chris said that Andre was a good guy, thoughtful, and kind. His funeral was so full that there was barely any standing room left. Mm. So rest in peace to Andre. Andre. Um, my sources are journal.com slash a mysterious murder and a psychic detective. Uh, APnews.com had an article on it, LA Times, Medium.com, New York Mag, um, Legal.com, a podcast called Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan, episode The Murder of Andre Daigle, April 4th, 2022, a podcast called Can't Make This Shit Up, episode 26, www.upi.com, www.findagrave.com, and www.legacy.com. I looked up their memorials and stuff. I was about to say why LA Times, but I forgot that the psychic was from California, right? Yeah, so they did do a piece Usually, on her. Usually. She yeah. was from Northern California, but they did do a piece on her. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anything California really, you know, LA Times can jump on that. Yeah, of course. So, first of all, great fucking story. Oh, thanks. Like, shit. <laughs> but, okay. I don't know if I mentioned this. Maybe I cut it out. Did I mention why they did the crime? Like why they said they did it when they got caught? I don't think so. Okay, so they said I don't remember, they, they did it because they said, oh my god, this is so stupid, that they were going to, um, they had moved to this area of Louisiana, and they said that they wanted to start getting into um, the sex work trade. Obviously, I didn't call it that. Um, and they said, well, why build it when you can just take it from somebody? So they said, we're going to go after... The mob in Louisiana. There's no mob mm-hmm. in Louisiana. No. By the way. Okay. But they were going to go after the mob and they were going to get the head of the mob and kill him and then take over his production. And cool. that's what their whole plan was. And they had been like, they had done other crimes, not murder, but they had done other crimes. Mm-hmm. And so because they had never committed a murder, they said they needed to practice first. So really, Andre was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. They just picked a random guy to practice murdering. A part of me believes that they've never done it before because of how sloppy they were. Oh, so sloppy. You know, and, and again, I'm not trying to minimize it at all. Please, you know, like, that's not the point at all with the this part of the conversation. But the reason why I'm saying this is because of the way that they disposed of the body, the way that they uh, just were so blatantly stupid with Absolutely. their excuses. Like, it, they, 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 like that kind of shows that there was no forethought towards what they were going to do with that. Not at all. All the stuff prior? Mm-hmm. The, the the luring the the way that they killed him the 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 way that they did the oh, air conditioning it was, and the it was couch all that was yeah after that but they didn't think of anything else yeah I was saying, after that they were like 
They didn't cover what any of their tracks. They just had a plan of action. So I take back that they've done it before. <laughs> because... Uh, I mean, they could have, but I don't... They had never been caught for it, and they claimed that they had never murdered, and that's why they were doing it. Mm. So, right. They were just stupid. They were just I don't know. Shit up, I, I, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like just doing that alone should put doubt whether you've ever done it before or not. Because it's like... Yeah. To have the to have the 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 to decide like this is what I'm gonna do to someone. Well, like keep in mind they said they passed the hammer back and forth for four hours before they decided who was gonna take the first shot. Well, no, right, but still, like within those four hours, your freaking conscience can kick in and oh, say, "Hey, no listen." Dude. After they figured out who was gonna start it, they just kept going. You see what I mean? Like yeah. that isn't yeah, register. They don't, they don't have a conscience. For no, sure. no. And every murderer got to start somewhere. I'm glad these people stopped where they started. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who knows who else they would have killed? Yeah, and I, and I feel bad for for Andre and his family more than anything else. Cause... Yeah, because he didn't do shit. No, he was dude. just like working, and he went out to hang out with his friend after work. I think everyone deserves a chance to vent and decompress and go have a drink if you feel the need and to. And worse than like, that, he fine. thought, "Oh, a pretty girl is interested in me." Like, she you know, just straight up tricked him. What did I say about her name before? Thelma. Yeah, you know, fuck Thelma and the name. On top we don't of that. like Thelma. No, we're not if your fans here. Thelma, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> now that you know the story, change it. Oh my um, God. What if they really like their name? Call yourself Teresa. All right, <laughs> Teresa, Mexican Thelma. <laughs> but it's not Thelma though. It's not Thelma though. Yes. So, well done, friend. Thanks. I was. A rough one it was pretty violent and it was pretty sad it's okay because mine's not going to be any more lighthearted. so oh shit let's just keep the tone the way that it is <laughs> okay so i haven't told you what i'm covering today mm. today i'm sure you know a little bit about this one okay it's just a little a little 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 one so it's not that big of a deal it's just it's just the wendigo oh my god i can't believe you're doing the wendigo i'm so excited so I've been waiting. Doing the research for this one was so much fucking fun. A little backstory <laughs> with you guys though: the fucking notes on this son bitch has pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I started using a tablet. I was like, "Oh, cool! Look at me being all high tech and shit." No, for some stupid reason, my notes kept getting deleted, and He's I would using go back. The world's oldest iPad. It's not that old. Mm, it's like oh, maybe like a year old. No. Does. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Was actually, it used when you got it? Yeah, it was used. Okay. It's probably full of crumbs too. While I'm at it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so fortunately towards the tail end, the very like last 20 minutes, I think, before I was going to come over, um, I just happened to check my phone, had my phone open, and then the iPad crashed. Like, I mean, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but then I looked, and I'm like, oh, the notes saved. Oh, thank God. So the cloud feature saved me on that one. Thank God. Although earlier it wasn't saving me at all. And I'm like, you fucking worthless piece of shit. What the fuck am I paying for? <laughs> So, because it's a lot. It's a lot. And on top of that, too, there's so many side quests I want to do <laughs> with this. You'll see. You'll see once I get to that point. Mm -hmm. But anyway, sources for this thing here. Wikipedia, obviously. Mm -hmm. A, like, fandom page as well, too. Fandom wiki page for, for, uh, for okay. Wendigo. Uh, Legendsofamerica.com. Sleepopolis.com. That one was an interesting. What article. is that? It was, it was an interesting article because it covered the the sleep myth of the Wendigo, and you'll see once oh. I once I cover a certain point okay. of it, you'll see why that's in there. Okay. Incidentalmythology.com, 
And then also a book called The United States of Cryptids, A Tour of American Myths and Monsters. Your favorite. I love that book. Mm-hmm. If you guys have, if you guys haven't checked that book out, check it out. It's really cool. So many so many cryptids are covered in there. It's it's crazy. <laughs> but th- th- that one helped out uh, a little bit as well too with, with some of the stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But start you off, so many different names mm-hmm. for this this creature. It's uh, one of them is Wendigo, not Wendigo, Wendigo. Wendigo. It's named after Lake Wendigo in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Wendigo, W-E-E-N-D-I-G-O. Wendigo, not not Trivago, none of that <laughs> stuff. All right, let's be Trivago. clear. We're not traveling anywhere. We don't want to mess with this thing. I'll tell you that much. Wendigo. Wendigo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Wayne's World? Yeah. Party time. <laughs> Excellent. We're old. I'm sorry. God. Wendigo. Uh, okay. Way to go. Uh-huh. Way to go. Way to go. Uh, oh, Whitico. <laughs> what? So I was kind of close to like that. Winco, the grocery store? No. <laughs> so Wit, W-I-T-I-K-O-W. Oh, Wit. Whitico. Whitico. And, uh, and Manaha? So it's like a bunch of different names. Okay, that's in a different language, obviously. Yeah. So where it's located can range from anywhere from like the upper midwest parts of the u.s mm-hmm. like wendigo in wisconsin for example like i was mentioning minnesota as well um but it's also been known to be in the east coast forests of canada okay the great plains and the great lakes here in the u.s so what is it something scary absolutely <laughs> it's i'm not even gonna fuck around with this this, this is scary yeah all right so it's a mythical creature slash evil spirit that comes from folklore shared in the Great Lakes, Great Plains region. Okay. So this creature comes from majority of folklore of it comes from the uh, Algonquin peoples mm-hmm. that at one point had regions ranging from the Atlantic coast up to the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. So they had all that shit covered right there. Way to go, America. Um, <laughs> side note. So for anyone that doesn't know, who I'm talking about when I talk about the Algonquin peeps. Some of the people that include the Wendigo as part of their folklore, mm-hmm. the Algonquin o- Ojibwe, mm-hmm. the Salt Saltu, that's probably Canadian, uh, Eastern Cree, Nascope, and Inun people. Okay. Okay. So it's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. That's a lot of East Coast people. Mm-hmm. Northern East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think before we jump into anything, though, it'd be important to... F- to talk about the story of the Wendigo and what, why it even came to be. Okay. okay, I think it's really important. So the thing is that during the winter months in the northern parts of North America, so obviously like Canada and like northern U.S. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, cannibalism was highly probable oh, okay. during that time. Um, because you know like they trapped. were they were, yeah they were desperate for survival at that time you yeah. know so they would. Any means necessary to yeah. survive, really. And we've talked about cannibalism on this podcast before. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and definitely won't be the last, I'm sure. That's very true. So it's believed that the stories were created as a way to deter people from practicing cannibalism. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like being like, hey, dude, don't do this. No bueno, because this can happen to you. Yeah. Uh, and there's other, you know, examples that they give to of the fact that they're trying, they were also trying to incorporate people to be more resourceful. Mm-hmm. and more disciplined during the winter months okay. so it's like the idea it's like okay well if you don't want to do this then you need to be able to plan ahead you know 
uh, ration your food better, you know, do things like that. Yeah. So it was the idea of kind of making people more responsible in those regards, mm-hmm. right? So let's get to the description of this bad boy. Uh-oh. So the name comes from the Algonquin language meaning evil spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what when what Wendigo means. But there's a number of descriptions for this creature. Okay. So for one, it's described as being a malevolent spirit creature with human-like characteristics that possesses human beings. Okay. <laughs> cool. I don't like that. Right off the bat, that sounds great. Uh, another description has it as a giant humanoid creature. <gasps> no, not giant. That has a heart of ice. A heart of ice? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. There's an Algonquin legend that also has a creature as a giant made entirely of ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like a big-ass skeleton. A deformed skeleton at that. Oh, no. With missing lips and missing toes. Oh, no. So we're not looking too great. So not like the really cool, like, 12-foot skeletons we put on our lawn? No. no. Okay, How it. about that? <laughs> but all decrep- decrep- decrepit and, like, torn up. Oh like... no. I'm scared. We should decorate one like that. I would die if one That'd of those came out. That'd be fucking crazy. My cousin has some. I'm going to be like, next year, let's make them Wendigos. <laughs> uh, in the case of the Ojibwe people, they describe the creature as being a large creature as tall as a tree, roughly about 10 to 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. This is why I was telling you, like, you need to do it. Uh, with no lips and jagged teeth. But generally, though, it's described as having glowing eyes, long yellowed fangs, because, you know, too much coffee, I'm assuming. <laughs> And uh, claws and a long tongue. Ooh. Which makes me think maybe Gene Simmons is a Wendigo. <laughs> well, he seems like it. Totally outdated joke. Someone who would unwittingly take your soul. <laughs> <laughs> is Gene Simmons still alive? I think so. Oh, how? I don't know. He probably looks like a Wendigo now. He po- well, we're, you're going to find out later why we, st- we still have Wendigos around. Okay. You know, and, why, and why we have Gene Simmons around, apparently. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it can also have... <laughs> He's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's gross. Um, it can also have yellowish skin or be covered in matted hair. So he has a jaundice. Or just really doesn't use, like, you know. Uh, he doesn't have a skincare routine. No. Clearly doesn't does watch not. No. Uh, doesn't use, like, at least head and shoulders or something. <laughs> oh, no. You know? At least a two-in-one, bro. At least a two-in-one. No, you should not. Matted. You should not have Like when white hair. people try to have dreads, he lets us get matted. <laughs> <laughs> The caucasity of it all. <laughs> it always comes back to the caucasity, it, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and you'll come back. We'll come back to that later because that so shit's sorry. gonna come up somewhere. Oh, okay. Trust. Okay, I believe. Uh, it also has. It's also been described as having a torn up, frostbitten face. Oh. With uh, missing lips and missing cheeks. Okay. Now the reason for that is because it's eaten its lips and its cheeks oh no no to no, try no. to you know sustain its craving for human flesh oh no, no no yeah yeah and i now i see what you mean by it being affiliated with like cannibalism in the winter months because mm-hmm. a lot of them have like a winter element mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. got it i didn't oh, know that there you go a wendigo is created when someone resorts to cannibalism as a form of survival like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. um some native versions of the wendigo state that it was created out of magic trans- transforming a human into the creature okay so so, here's a cool little side note, and this is something I might want to dive into later because I found it so fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely the therapist in me coming out at this point. Did you know that the Wendigo has a connection with modern psychiatry? No. I don't Crazy think so. shit, let me tell you. I don't think I've ever heard that. So, the name lends itself to a form of psychosis called Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which is described as having symptoms of, symptoms of intense cravings for human flesh and fear of being a cannibal. Okay, I did hear that. I thought that was fake. I don't know. I didn't. I never looked into it. So. Well, it's also described as a culture bound syndrome. So like, okay. it's you have to take the culture into consideration at that yeah. point, which is fair, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially if that's like, like a, a deeply embedded uh, belief, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, you should never discredit that, right? I mean, that's yeah. coming from somewhere. You I know, mean, most people that are like, um, like consider themselves to be like modern day cannibals will say that they have like a craving mm-hmm. for flesh and they don't know why. So they do also consider it psychological. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've heard of some true crime cases, too, of, like, people, like, this one guy, I think it was, a, what was he, in Germany, I think it was? Oh, yeah, he... the one where he recorded it? Yeah. Yeah, he he and the guy who did it both had, like, a psychological thing where they had to eat flesh. Yeah. But the other guy wanted to be eaten until he died. Right. So. Right. Which is a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, we can talk about that one another yeah, time. That's a crazy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, see, that that's the, the connections got at it, that point. It, so it would make sense, yeah. right? The thing is, too, and, and, and with some First Nations, mm-hmm. they also include symptoms of intense greed and destruction of the environment as symptoms. Oh, okay. This is why I want to, I might want to pursue this as an episode for just that. The First There's, Nations Like, one? it just, it sounds so, <laughs> like, it, it sounds so m- mythical with the same token that it's like, okay, well, it would explain some people's actions in the same token. Yeah, you and know? I, it sounds like more of like a... a... What is it like a cautionary tale or like um, a fable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, might cover that later. We'll see. Okay. I found, like, I found it really interesting. So, so let's talk about what it does. Okay. We've been kind of teasing around with it a little bit, but now let's get to the the nasty shit. <laughs> so, in one version, like I said, it's a spirit form. It mm-hmm. possesses a human and makes it become a Wendigo. Okay. okay. So that's how you become a Wendigo. So the spirit of a Wendigo takes over, and now you've become one. Too bad, so sad. You're fucked. Okay. Um. So you don't have to do anything. It just takes over you. There, there's, there's things that happen. Okay. We'll get to that. But what, it, what ends up happening is once you end up getting possessed in that instance, it also makes you want, uh, want to hunt down your loved ones and eventually kill them and not your loved ones. Them. Why can't you just hunt down the strangers? <clears throat> no strangers, just loved ones. Uh, some in some instances, yes. Okay. It's 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 a territorial thing. So okay. and we'll get to that too. This is one example of, 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 of what it can do. Okay. Um and you were mentioning, you know, how you end up getting possessed by one. Mm-hmm. If you're excessive, oh. if you demonstrate gluttony okay. or extreme greed. Alright, you got those seven deadly sins going there. It can also get you it can also get to you if you commit crimes against nature or the environment. Mm. Okay. And it'll even possessing your dreams, dude. <laughs> Oh, like Freddy Krueger? So, okay. I'm wondering if there might be a correlation between that. Because um, what, what, the, with, what, what one of the stories was saying was that if you dream of it, it leaves your body susceptible and kind of like open to being possessed by the Wendigo spirit at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it almost like brings down your defenses. And that's what leads you vulnerable to get possessed. So that's why they say don't dream of it. Because if you do... Well, it's how like, are you supposed to control that? I don't... <laughs> I want to tell you right now, guys, uh, listen to this first and then make sure you do something else because you yeah, don't want to dream, you don't this want to dream about it. Yeah. You don't want to dream about it. You don't want to be like, one, two, a... Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly one of the scariest movies. Like, I know it's like goofy 80s or whatever, but the concept of something it's still really coming good. into your dream. It's still really good. Terrifying. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want, just want to watch scary movies. <laughs> 
the thing is too though with some of the stories that if you venture in its territory it'll attack you okay so that's that's one of the other stories that also kind of mentions that it's like it's very territorial mm-hmm. like the crypts and the bloods i guess you know so in this case <laughs> the bloods exactly in the case the bloods and the bloods right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but um sorry <laughs> sorry i know do we live bad. in la or what <laughs> right no but um yeah so it's very territorial it it, it like mainly sticks to whatever its like region is and then at that point if you venture there mm-hmm. you know it'll get you um another interesting thing that uh, I'm, i've read that it does too is that it implants the seed of you wanting to commit murder oh no if it possesses you so so not just cannibalism you just want to murder you just want to kill oh yeah. great okay yeah on top of the cannibalism all right so um in some stories, the Wendigo is known to possess skills and powers. Mm-hmm. It's known to be stealthy, excellent hunters, mm-hmm. like top-notch shit. Like, Polly has, like, a room full of uh, decapitated heads. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, that's what they do, right? Like, like with, um, with game. Like, house elves? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I thought it was so creepy in Harry Potter, how, like, they had, like, house elf heads. Yeah, that is pretty weird. It's weird. That is pretty weird. Um, they're they're very knowledgeable of their territory, mm-hmm. which is why I was mentioning that they also would attack you if you reach their territory because they know their terrain in mm-hmm. and out. So if you get lost out there, you're you're a you're, goner. you're fucked, dude. You're fucked. I heard they're very fast. Yes, and they can also control the weather through dark magic. Okay, I have heard that somewhere, and I'm like, controlled the weather? Like, how would they even how? Well, I don't know. I don't they're, get they're, it. They they do have some magic, you know. I'm, I'm a pass. They don't need that. That's an extra. <laughs> right. That's, you're strong enough. Yeah. Okay. I don't need Tone you to have. Can you leave some for the rest of us? <laughs> God. So if you become a Wendigo, you're cursed to stay on this planet for eternity. Okay. Hunting for and cons- and constantly in need for human flesh. So they're immortal? They sustain themselves by eating human flesh. I didn't know that. I thought so. they could die. I mean, I thought they like have a lifespan. There, there is. And we'll get to that. Okay. You know. But see, here's my question, though. And if you haven't, because I'm pretty sure the listeners are already asking this question. How do you know one's around? Since they're stealthy and great hunters. And I don't know. Right. See, this, you guys are asking the right questions. <laughs> I'm on it. So, for one, you can expect a really gnarly smell. Okay. Going to bring you back to the last episode. The skunk egg? Yeah. It's um, assumed that it's a smell of uh, de- decay and decomposition. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So. It's always got to be something dead. Um. But also, it's said that it can become unexplainably cold when it's approaching you. Nah. Like a ghost? Because it gets cold when, like, a ghost is around? Honestly, I was going to tell you Harry Potter fans to calm down because I felt like it was more of a Dementor. Oh, okay. You know, like, it's getting closer and starting to get colder around you at that point. Okay. I mean, it's technically not sucking your soul, but, you know. Mm, it's 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 eating you it's eating you <laughs> yeah you're getting devoured for sure but according to ojibwe peoples um it'll leave bloody footprints too that's oh, how you know that it's around gross yeah that one's kind of creepy so one of the uh descriptors of a wendigo is that it includes antlers mm-hmm. and i'm sure you've seen that right? i've seen it yeah but you notice this whole time i haven't mentioned anything about antlers yeah no okay well, this is where the caucasity comes into play. Uh-oh. I want to make one thing perfectly fucking clear here. After doing the research that I did and then learning of the stuff that I learned. Mm-hmm. It, in native folklore, there was no mention of any antlers. Okay. Not anything remotely close to that. 
everything has either been a, a, a human possessed by a Wendigo spirit mm-hmm. or, you know, a, an you icy figure, Wendigo, like yeah. all that stuff like that, right? No mentions of antlers. So where the fuck did this come from? White people? Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> so in 1910, an early horror writer by the name of Algernon Blackwood wrote a novella called The Wendigo. Mm-hmm. He was the one that introduced the antlers. Is oh, part of the description okay. of it. But see, here's where the caucasity comes into play. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he included that as part of his descriptions. And I'm and I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm winging it. I really am because not all of my notes transferred through. Again, we talked about this earlier. Hate iPads for that reason. <laughs> that one specifically. iPad hater. Yeah. Well, that one specifically. All right. Uh, not all iPads. <laughs> not all iPads. Because <laughs> I like yours. Hashtag not all iPads. <laughs> I can stand by that one. So... Apparently, he got the idea of antlers because a lot of of the uh, pale skin type mm-hmm. back in the day associated antlers with like spirituality and nature and and okay. and and uh, I see that. they also placed a lot of Native Americans in that category. Um... So, like in a way, it was kind of like their way of disassociating, saying like, "Hey, this is their thing." Got it. This is. Yeah, this is the crap they have to deal with. This okay. is what, and this is why he also considered them to be savages. So he was a total uh-huh. trash, racist piece of shit. Um, but because he kind of gave it that description, he was kind of saying like, "See, this mm-hmm. is why they're savages. This is why they're the way that they are. Like, look at the way things are." They didn't like create Wendigos. I mean, they did because it's like a creation myth. Right. But like, they believe that they really exist. Yeah. No, like, I know. That's such bullshit. Like, oh, we get blamed for things that exist now. Yeah, well, according to white people, yeah. Okay. Well, at least those Wild. white people's for sure. Um, so that's where the modern God. interpretation of the antlers comes into play. A lot of you notice a lot of the stuff is still similar though. You know, mm-hmm. the skeletal looking creature and all this stuff like that, right? But yeah, the antlers didn't come in until that time. There is a movie called Antlers, and it's about a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually one of the modern portrayals of it. I haven't seen it yet, but but again, based it. off of that. You know, yeah. and, and, and we'll get to the other ones that seem a little more problematic and the other ones that got it a little more accurate um, in a little bit. But um, sightings is kind of hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this uh, I'm focusing the section a little more on encounters okay. because that's kind of the way that it played out. Because sightings, it's, you know, that's a little hard. <laughs> um, so in the 1900s, a Cree chief by the name of Jack Fiddler claimed to have killed 14. Wendigos. 14 Wendigos. Yeah, in his lifetime. He's all like, I claim them motherfuckers. Stop it. Yeah, they were mine. <laughs> okay. They were mine. Big brag. Weird flex, bro, okay? <laughs> no, not weird. Actually, it's pretty fucking That's legit. A pretty big one. Yeah, it's like, fuck, bro. It is like a weird one, like, in terms of, like, you could have got anything, but you chose Wendigos. I mean, it's still kind of badass, though. Yeah, I guess. To be fair. He, he picked a good one. I mean, plus you dealt with the smell. Mm-hmm. I would gag. Mm-hmm. It's also been described, too. I just remembered right now. Sorry, guys. Um... It has glowing eyes too. Oh no! Yeah, glowing eyes and like jagged teeth and all that, that shit. Scares me. Yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. Imagine seeing the shit at night. No, nope. absolutely not. Nope. So I have two links of true crime mm-hmm. with this. One was a case in, in uh, the winter of eighteen seventy nine. A Cree native by the name of uh, Swift Runner mm-hmm. claimed that he was possessed by a Wendigo spirit. Mm. And I'm sure you're gonna know where this is going at this point. He murdered his entire family mm-hmm. and ate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and why? Why did he do that? Because it, he was possessed by a Wendigo spirit. Oh, sure he was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. So he was captured, and they hanged him in December of 1879. So they found him during that same winter, and and you know 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> so he tried. He shot his shot, but you know, <laughs> obviously it didn't work. And there's another one too in 1897, a native, uh, a Native American woman in Manitoba, Canada. Mm-hmm. She was sick with typhoid fever, acting very erratic. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of fever. And I'm imagining with typhoid fever, you that's You're gonna probably saying. happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And probably like saying a bunch of random shit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, husband's like, bro. I don't know what's going on here, but she must be possessed by a by a by a Wendigo uh-huh. spirit. Like this, how else am I going to explain this? <laughs> he just picked it out of a hat and he said, "Ooh, Wendigo is perfect." You're possessed. Mm-hmm. So, being the most wonderfully loving husband that he is, mm-hmm. he wanted to help out. Grabbed her by the hair, snapped her neck. Oh no! He was later arrested for murder. Oh, thank God. So, you know, okay. Like I said, that's the only true crime bits that I've got for you there, okay. but. Again, shot a shot. <laughs> Wife's acting weird. What a she didn't, fun way to get rid of your wife. Right? She didn't. She didn't make me bacon. <laughs> Throw back to uh, Dude. you know, what's his name, Arachnid, whatever his name was. Because <laughs> it was Erasmus. Still a the fucking, murderer. still a fucking terrible name. <laughs> get out of here. And poor Zona. I don't know, poor Zona. So, how do we vanquish this extremely scary, like ever powerful creature? Mm-hmm. Well, you starve it out. If it doesn't eat any human flesh, if it doesn't devour a human like that, it's going to eventually starve out and die. Mm -hmm. Right? That's why they're constantly on the prowl for it. Two, avoid its territory. If you know that there's a territory nearby that has a Wendigo claiming that said territory. How would I know that, though? Girl, you got to get knowledgeable Uh there. Ask the the people, ask the locals. (laughs) Especially if you're in, like, Minnesota and Wisconsin and shit. Be like, bro, listen, I hear there's a Wendigo around here. They're like, what is that? Be like, okay, well, clearly clearly there isn't one then. Okay. (laughs) Or I'm going to send you first. Um, (laughs) You know, so yeah, you know, uh, uh, avoid the territories. Avoid things in excess. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't be a glutton. Okay. You know, don't don't be craving human flesh. Uh, okay, got got uh, it. Don't be extra. Mm. Let's go there. Don't be extra. I think I'm in trouble. Yeah, that's why I don't. <laughs> that's why I won't go over there. I'm a little bit dramatic. <laughs> you wouldn't be a true cancer otherwise. That's you know, true. So. Just saying. I See? can't. Windigos will get me. That's why we're not gonna go there. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. We're not gonna visit this one. Maybe. Uh. Uh-uh. Maybe. No, Wait, no, you sir. haven't you haven't heard one. Okay. Okay. This is where the modern portrayals come into play. I don't think he's gonna convince me all, but here we go. Well, I guess I'm flying solo. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so the 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 Wendigo story itself is believed to be an inspiration for Stephen King's uh, novel Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but see the the issue with that though is that he uses Blackwood's version, you know, with the antlers and all that shit mm-hmm, like that. So it, it, it's like almost like a combination of native folklore and that. At least from what I remember. He does that a lot. I wish he would have stuck with the OG shit. That's, yeah. That shit's scary in itself. I wish that he would either be more true to Native American things or just cut it out completely because a lot of his stuff is like, it's Native American. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, can you stop blaming the Native Americans? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you live in Maine, okay? But pick mm-hmm. something else. <laughs> yeah. You know, at least at least you be consistent with your shit, dude. <laughs> Pretty good stories, though. Um, true. The Wendigo also came out in a Marvel comic. Okay. For The Incredible Hulk. Really? In uh, it was released in April 1973. Oh, 73. Uh, but apparently, yeah, it was a, it was a a, a Wendigo creature mm-hmm. that the Hulk fights off. Okay. So curious to see that. Wouldn't mind picking that up. It's made appearances in shows like uh, Charmed, Grimm, Hannibal. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I believe you and Hannah's favorite show, Supernatural. Supernatural. Mm-hmm. 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 It's one of like in the first season. How was it? Um, it's very scary. It's it's very it's fast. It doesn't have antlers. Oh, um, so they kept true to the. They kind of show it. It's like a creepy long humanoid that like it's very. So they kept upsetting. it more true to the native they kept it more folklore. True to the native folklore, yeah, because hey. they use a book that is like of native folklore oh, to like hunt it. Makes stuff. sense. But they see, basically have to trick it and light it on fire. That's how they get away. But see, I can also see how. Uh, Not before and, it eats a lot of people, though. Yeah. I have to watch that a episode. A lot of people now. die. <laughs> I have to watch that episode now. It's pretty decent. Okay. Yeah. So there's a restaurant in Wisconsin. Shouldn't surprise anybody here. <laughs> it's called Wendigo. Okay. Creative. And they serve <laughs> what's called a cannibal burger. Ew. Relax. I don't like that sound. I know, I know, but it's not what you think it is. It's only a tenderloin stuffed with bacon. Oh, okay. Turducken. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, that sounds gross. I'll try it and let you know. Ew. One day. Yeah. Got it. But see, this is why I want you to stick with me here. Okay. We got, we got it. We got to travel here and okay. and then try to find one. I don't know that I. Want I don't know if I want to find one. one. I don't know. No, Maybe no, let no, me no, reword no, that. No, let no, me no, reword no, that. No. Maybe go, <laughs> like, experience the environment firsthand. Not the creature itself, but the environment. Okay. Like the woods? Yeah. Okay. Nature. Um, <laughs> every October in a town, uh, in the town of Manitowoc, mm-hmm. they have a Wendigo festival. Oh, that's cool. I know. Okay. So I'd be totally down for that. Like they have like haunted attractions, live music, Ooh, like all that stuff. So I'm like, that'd be so freaking Wendigos cool. Wendigos are terrifying. There. I'm sorry. They really are. They yeah. really are. It just, yeah. The whole idea of an ice creature too on top of that just doesn't, Mm-mm. yeah. So, so that's the window go for you. All right. Um, that was scary. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was really good, but I'm scared now. It's so fucking cool. I'm not going to any woodsy areas. It's so fucking forever cool. Forever and ever. Listen, I'm <laughs> totally down for that. If anyone wants to join me at one point doing it, I am down doing it because Sarah apparently is gonna be too chicken shit. She for could this. Li- he could live stream it to me. It's fine. Yeah, you're gonna torment me with a horror movie, but you don't want to go to exploring in a forest. Somewhere. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's too real. That's too real. <laughs> that's just too real. Um, I have a book you might really like. It's called The Return by Rachel Harrison. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, new horror fiction novel, mm. and it is about a woman who gets turned into a Wendigo, but it's very vague. So the whole time you're like, is she a creature? Is she normal? That's that's a mind fuck right it's there. It's a really good book. Nice. So good. I'm it's down for that. So creepy. I'll probably get the audiobook for them. You should. It's really good. Okay, remind me remind me before I leave. Okay. So So uh um I, I know I should have probably prefaced this before I started the episode, but maybe you should listen to this in the daytime. <laughs> it's too late. They're in bed, they're tucked in for the night. <laughs> no, if you're in bed, and that's on you at <laughs> this point, man. Good night. You know, who listens to paranormal podcasts at night? Me. But like <laughs> Well, I was like, well, you know, also uh, like I said, I watch Ghost Adventures so, so whatever. I mean, that's so. up to you. It really it is your call. Yeah. It really is if your you call. If you heard the word Wendigo and you said, I'm gonna keep listening, that's on you. I don't blame you if you don't know what it what it is. If like if it's your first time oh, hearing it and you're like, true. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Manny wouldn't bring that up for no reason. I'd be like, Well, you're right, I wouldn't. But it's also be ready. <laughs> In fact, you know what? Go to the end, like whatever, like the last I don't know couple minutes that. of this is. I guess I don't know, and then maybe listen to this part first, and then go <laughs> back and make your decision. No, sure. I don't think that's how that works. Nah, if you already committed too bad, so if sad. You committed, you, know, you committed. That's it. Sorry. That's it. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, bro. 
keep those windows out of your dreams. <sighs> I just don't dream. Just oh. <laughs> when I read that part, that's terrifying. I didn't know that. I was like, God damn. Now I'm gonna have dreams about it. Thanks a lot. Be strong, my friend. <laughs> Be strong. I'm gonna have to practice lucid dream. Be like, there's a window. Somebody wake me up. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh no! Okay. I want human flesh. <laughs> oh no! I don't. I really don't. I I'm literally. I just started eating chicken and fish. I don't want human flesh. I don't even want. That's pork a pretty. I was even. That's a pretty big jump. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a pretty big jump. Yeah. But I was like, I only eat chicken, and then all of a sudden, I was like, mmm, long pig. Like. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> I only eat chicken. Hmm, human flesh. Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hmm, <laughs> Um, <laughs> Is there anything you want to shout out before we take off? Shout out to the listeners. Always the listeners. Always the listeners. Always you Especially guys. Especially our Patreon peeps. Yes, again. Thank you so much for joining. You guys are awesome. Uh, to all you new people, welcome. Um, Do you want to say what we're going to work on in the near future? Or do you want to keep what, that a secret? What part of what we're going to work on? Um, I think we have two projects coming up, right? We do, yes. <laughs> One of them, we're going to go um, ghost hunting at a local cemetery mm-hmm. that is over 100 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is one of the oldest cemeteries, I think, in the state, maybe. Not the country, but in the state. it's definitely, if I I remember correctly, it's like one of the oldest in Southern California, for sure. So, yeah. Um, Because it was, was, I believe, created during the gold rush. So Possibly, yeah. Yeah. And it's very, very well preserved by the Historical Society. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're getting an actual tour Mm -hmm. because you can't, it's closed to the public otherwise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, you know, the second one is uh, a, a Patreon thing pretty much mm-hmm. so let's just all i'm gonna say for that one is this is why you need to sign up for it yeah because otherwise you're gonna miss out on it it's and, fun. Then, and then you're gonna be like wow i it's, don't it's i don't not scary it's fun i don't <laughs> i don't feel connected and i'd be like well you should and here's how <laughs> if i knew but the whole way. thing patreon.com like, <laughs> if you can't really afford a monthly donation then you can just go to our Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cryptid and Mystic Pod, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and check out all the stuff we have there because we do do some behind the scenes stuff there. We do. We do polls. We share articles with y'all. Mm-hmm. And then we announce whenever we do an episode drop. That we do. Yeah. So if you if you guys want to be in tune of when the episodes come out and everything, yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram for mm-hmm. sure because we're, we're constantly posting on there. Um, I have no social life outside of work. <laughs> and this podcast, clearly. Um, so we're going to be posting all the time. Don't worry. You, you, I you juggle know. a lot of plates, but Manny helps me. So. Because <laughs> Sarah's actually busy. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah's have, actually got a life I here. I have another you know? podcast and I have a website and I have a full-time job. What is that website, friend. by the way? The website is www.lunamagicacoven.com. Magic A is spelled M-A-G-I-C-A-E. And you can join the coven. We have a newsletter. We do reviews on local places that are spooky oogie in any way. We do reviews on TV shows, movies, books. Um, we do some thought-provoking articles about history and anything mystical. Um, we do tarot projections for y'all. And we also do um, some witchy photo shoots for a little aesthetic in there. And you can catch us on our Instagram at Coven. Um, we do the same thing there if y'all want to find us. I needed you to plug it. Shameless plug. No, I I needed you to plug it. <laughs> you gotta start plugging it more often, dude. 
It's okay. It's all part of the same family. Oh, we also have a TikTok. (laughs) See? Yeah. See? We do it all, y'all. There you go. Yeah, we're Witchy Lifestyle Blog and like just a little, you know. Razzle Dazzle. Behind the scenes, Razzle Dazzle. Uh We are releasing products for sale this year. We're shooting for summer, summer of 2023. Nice. So tune in for that. Well, I'm going to probably be purchasing some stuff then before you know it. Yep. I like that. <laughs> there you have it, folks. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just checking the score right now. Right. <laughs> well, that, that's it, I guess, right? I mean, got more beer to drink, so. Yeah. And we have more things to do. Anyway. Um, good night, I guess. Or good morning. <laughs> Not good night. Or good morning, depending on when you're no, listening to this. But thank you for listening. As always, I love you guys. We love you guys. And remember, kids. If you can see it and you can hear it, believe believe it. it.